are we starting? Let's start. Okay, so we're starting with the topic of consistency and effort and discipline versus quick fixes. Which is better? It's hmm. a quiz. I really can't tell. We came here today to yell about how people are addicted to having quick fixes for their problems versus actually putting, actually, actually putting in the work, (laughs) putting in the work to make long-term changes instead of just a temporary band-aid solution. Yeah, um, I think this comes down to humans are just like lazy, just kind of like lazy pieces of shit i'm sorry but it's true like yeah the eternal laziness of like well here is this problem that's presented itself to me or that i have created myself i could put the time and effort and consistency in to fixing it in a way that i know will work or i can look for a quick fix so Yeah, I think it comes down to humans are working with, like, a really shitty monkey brain Mm -hmm. and trying to accomplish a lot with, and we're in a very limited biology that doesn't serve us the way that we need it to, so you literally have to kind of hack past that, and the only way to truly hack yourself is with consistency and discipline, and quick fixes are never going to work, but because of the nature of the way our brains work, a quick fix is always going to actually be way more appealing. And of course it's appealing because if something is easy and handed to you and would just magically solve your problems, I'm pretty sure everyone would choose that. But the problem is we're having all these concepts or products marketed towards us that are supposed to be like the easy way around solving your problems. Do you want to have abs by tomorrow? Do you want to lose 400 pounds by the morning? Get some flat tummy beverage. Are we allowed to talk about brands and Get some generic product of tea leaves. Similar to what you may have heard of as a not so extended stomach brew <laughs> stomach brew that sounds really gross <laughs> um, like all these things like these hollywood diets that come out that are like the cookie diet and yeah just it's so fucking stupid basically any type of diet that's marketed as a diet is a fucking lie <laughs> yeah like i don't know i feel like there are some diets where it's like it's more centralized around like, oh, incorporate more of this or do less of this. And that can be okay depending on what it is. But these like, there's usually like at least like three a year that come out that's like, here, try this thing and watch miraculous results appear. And that's just not how the human body even works. At all. I mean, you know a lot more about this. True. Um, miraculous results don't happen. It's just not a real thing, especially when it comes to, like, fitness and dieting. It's going to take time. It takes even longer than you expect it to take. But the real reality of stuff like that is you're not going to wake up one day and be like, wow, the thing I did yesterday made a huge dramatic effect. Uh, it's going to take years, multiple years a lot of the time, and then you'll wake up one day and be like, oh. Yeah, and there's, like, the upkeep associated with it, even when you get the results, but 
Um, everyone is just looking to just snap their fingers and have their problems solved, whether it's you know physical things like a diet or like weight related issues or emotional issues, job related issues, relationship issues. Like everyone's looking for like this quick fix instead of actually putting in the long-term work. And the only way that you can even reach long-term grounded goals that are drastically different from how you are living right now is consistency and structure. Yes. Like you're never gonna stumble upon something that's just gonna magically make it happen easy for you because what honestly is easy in life? Right. (laughs) You have to really slowly chip away at anything you're trying to accomplish. Mm Even if it's introducing a five-minute new habit into your day, you know, starting really small and introducing new habits is the way to make bigger changes. There's no such thing as a quick fix for anything. And what we have been discussing is just almost an epidemic of wanting quick fixes for things. I think it's because we're on the internet all the time, constantly inundated with advertisements, which are solving just normal problems that everybody has. Like, I want my body to look a certain way. I want to feel a certain way. I want my mental health to be perfect. I want to be a like wonderfully well-rounded, educated, developed person. And I want all of this overnight. Yeah. Like I just, I want to understand, and I guess I can understand because when I was younger, I was like, man, I just want these quick fixes. But now that I'm older, I'm realizing that there's so much work behind it and that you have to accept that. And I guess the bigger the goal or the more different that it is from what you currently have or are doing, like, or the, okay, let me try to word this better. If you are trying to break a personal habit, whether it's a physical thing or a mental thing, the longer that you have participated in this habit that is harmful for you, the harder it's going to be to actually break it um, because of like the neuropathways that you have, or is it, neuropath- is it just neuropaths? Neuropath waves. I think it's neuropathways. You know, um, brain shit. <laughs> brain shit. Um, the neuropathways in your head, they're deeper and deeper and deeper the longer that you have done something over and over because repetition is what creates that. Right. So when you're introducing something new, you're creating new neuropathways and it is harder. Even when the option is like, or the information has presented itself to you, it is harder to choose that because your brain is literally used to doing the same thing over and over. And whether it's toxic or not, that becomes your comfort zone. 100%. So it's literally like breaking an addiction. Yes. And and it's like almost like tiny little micro addictions to yes. everything <laughs> that sets up the structure of your life. And it's, it's really difficult to break free of those things. And it's so easy to fall into the trap of there's a magic pill for everything. There's yes. a magic solution for everything. So... I think coming to terms with the fact that everything is just going to take hard work, everything is going to take dedication, everything is going to take a commitment and a daily consistency, which is no one's favorite answer. And you know what? Everyone has got the fucking encyclopedia of excuses they can pull out of their asses at any point in time that's unique to them. Oh, well, I can't start today, or it's really hard for me to... All of these things. Everyone has their unique set of excuses that they access immediately, but what that really is, is... I mean, it really is just an excuse. You're just enabling yourself to stay the same. Yeah, like you... 
it's so funny to me how people can identify like toxic habits and still fall back in excuses right the excuses still exist for people that are actually successful yeah but they can fall back on that but they're choosing not to and i guess it's like being self-aware to outline like what are your bullshit go-to excuses for why you don't change and do you want to evolve or do you want to stay doing the same thing like i saw this like quote on Twitter a couple weeks ago that was it said evolve or repeat mm-hmm. and that's so basic but that like really hit me hard because that really is as simple as everything really is totally if you are unsatisfied with anything repeating the same actions or the same course or whatever is going to guarantee the exact same results you have to evolve and try new things to break whatever type of path or mindset or whatever you're on yeah, if you aren't making a dedicated effort to break up these habits and change the things that are keeping you complacent and keeping you stuck where you don't want to be stuck, it doesn't change. And it is not easy. And nothing great and nothing worth doing is easy. It just isn't, which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to call myself out on my bullshit all day, every day. I'm, I've created a constant practice of calling myself out on my bullshit you know I would love to sleep in every day I would love to make excuses for why x y and z things aren't going exactly how I planned for them to but I don't make things move forward by falling back on excuses so I've broken the habit of doing that I've become very good at recognizing when I am giving an excuse and saying oh shit I'm just giving another excuse again and then acknowledging it and not beating myself up for it and instead just eyes ahead move forward and I think part of that is that people are fucking waiting for something to be convenient yeah and that is like one of the most like backwards ways of thinking because I'm just gonna say like unless you have some magical blessed life which most people don't have incorporating any kind of change or development or evolving whatever you want to call it is never ever 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 going to be convenient for you but if you stick to it it's going to give you the results that you're after you just have to get over the obsession of well i'm busy or it's not a convenient time because what are these they're excuses and they're the excuses that you can loop through this year next year the next year the next thing you know five to ten years have gone by right and you're not doing anything different you're just bitching about it right like we every single day can choose to be a giant collection of excuses or be a type of person who overcomes excuses and grows from it yeah on stepping beyond your excuses and stepping outside of your comfort zone is how you can grow as a person I think that uh like I was watching a YouTube video recently on a channel called ASAP Science that I really like and they cited a bunch of studies which I should have looked up but I didn't (laughs) um they talked about how putting your goals out there at the first of the year you get instant gratification just from telling people hey here's my goals I'm gonna lose 20 pounds I'm gonna start eating better I'm gonna do this this and this I've been a person who does that a lot in the past like I'm gonna be on this meal plan and I'm gonna achieve whatever it is I'm trying to achieve with my body at that time because I'm in the fitness industry and I have body goals a lot of the time but um that's 
something that I would fall into that trap where I'm announcing a big goal and then if I fall off of it, I don't really have any kind of like negative effects from falling off a goal because everybody already told me how great I am just for having the goal in the first place. So now that we've complained a lot, as always, as always. Um, so we basically have outlined what is wrong with quick fixes and why people fall into them and how they actually are not productive at all. So now we want to, you know, offer some advice to not go down that path and how to not fall into the trap of quick fixes. Right. Um, so all of our advice is always anecdotal advice from non-professionals, but this is stuff that has worked for us. We're not professionals, but we have talked to professionals Might as who well have be basically told us these things, so it's like a third party, maybe? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, it's really important to know the why behind anything you are doing. So, if you haven't taken time out of your life to just sit down and write out what your values are, get to know yourself better, understand what's really important to you, then I would say that is definitely step one. It's just literally sit down, whether it's with a notebook or you know on the computer and just write down a bunch of things that are important to you. It can be stream of consciousness. And then from that list, you can go and refine it and you will learn through that process what is the most important to you and you may have some things that already stand out that you know okay you know this is this is a huge thing this is super important to me but there's probably other things that you just don't know about yet yeah i just don't feel like most people um actually have the level of self-awareness that they believe that they have um i know i didn't for a long yeah, time honestly like I would say through like 90% of my 20s, I thought that I was the most self-aware person and I really wasn't. Right. Um, so I think becoming more self-aware will um, open the door to understanding or at least creating uh, your values because usually when most people are asked about what their values are, they cannot answer. I've asked people, so what's most important to you? What are your morals? What are your values? And they're like, uh, like honesty and I'm like do you feel like you practice like honesty in your life and there's transparency and you don't just bend things for certain situations and then and most people just don't actually know what their values are so starting with that what are your values and then maybe looking at do my actions reflect my values right and if they don't that's how we can kind of hone in on the things that we need to start changing and the new habits that we need to start building. So know what your values are. From your values, know the why behind any changes you want to make. So if, say, honesty is one of your huge core values, but you find that you, maybe you don't lie all the time, but you tell like little white lies. I know that's a big thing that a lot of people do and it's or totally omitting information. Or yeah, omitting the truth. Just Just as an example, slowly start building habits call yourself on your excuses and changing that behavior yeah um or you know if something if you have a weight loss goal or just a diet goal in general or a fitness goal like getting in the gym then know why that's important to you so not just why you want to lose weight but what losing weight will do for your life how losing weight will impact you, how it will impact your relationships, how it will impact the way that you 
feel. Um, Your quality of life. Exactly. So not just, you don't want to connect the reason you want to accomplish anything to superficial things that you've seen online. You know, you don't want to lose 10 pounds just because you saw online that people who are 10 pounds lighter than you have a better body than you. Like, that's never yeah. a good reason. You have to really make a deeper connection before you make any kind of big change because otherwise, whether it lasts you for one day or lasts you for a week or even several months, it's not going to be something that is going to be a dramatic long-term life change if it doesn't actually align with your core values. I think that kind of goes into the next point about um, once you know what your core values are, like everything should be serving like your core values, uh, your morals, your authentic self. Um, A lot of people do things and they think that it's because they're passionate about it or it's what matters to them, but really what it is, is nurturing their ego. Right. If you're doing something because you want a congratulatory response for what you've done, maybe you're not doing it for the right reasons. And there's nothing wrong with that necessarily unless it starts becoming your only motivator for things. Yeah, like there's nothing wrong with wanting positive feedback, with wanting to feel wanted, anything like that. But you really have to look at like what do these things actually matter? Like what does it matter if you are wanted or desired by X amount of people? How is this actually serving you anything of any depth? Right. Because it's not. Right. And that's where ego becomes such a destructive thing in our lives because we act out of ego instead of our values. And then we wonder why we end up in like situations that we're not happy in or... um, if you've built an entire self, an entire person, if you've made all these life changes and at the end it was all for superficial reasons, if it was for instant gratification, if it was for the reward that you get from attention online or even just from your peers in real life, but it didn't actually connect with what's really important to you, then you're going to end up in a really bad spot. Like, what's more important to you, your goals or validation from people that honestly probably don't even know you on a full level? Things to think about. Another thing is just don't buy anything that promises a quick and easy solution. It's absolutely bullshit. I I don't know if we can... Can we mention specific brands or not? I have no idea. But I think you probably know what brands we're talking about. Um, There's a huge industry that preys upon people's insecurities, preys upon what is generally known to be things that people are dissatisfied with and promises answers to problems that actually take a lot of hard work and a lot of time and a huge investment to change. So if you feel yourself drawn to these products, don't buy them. Especially don't buy them on a whim, on an impulse. And if there is something that you're like, maybe there's something to this, maybe this is actually really helpful, do your research first. Because there are some things out there that could be really, really helpful, but there's if it's promising something that sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Seriously, like 99.9999% of the time, if something is promising something that's easy, it's not real. Right. It's just not. Um, what else do we have? Oh, um, things to like reflect upon, like when you're becoming more self-aware. Um, in your day-to-day life, um, ask yourself if you are trying to cut corners, are you making excuses, 
anything that would prolong your previous behavior that you're trying to get away from. Right. Because um, as we just discussed, this whole thing is about cutting corners. Cutting corners does not actually lead to success in long-term goals. Um, and then introducing new habits. You definitely want to introduce new habits slowly, which, again, going back to what we initially said, if you've gone through this process of getting to know yourself and getting to know your values better, it should be fairly simple to introduce things very slowly because you won't be listening to what Instagram is telling you to be like. You'll be listening to what you need to be like and who you want to be and then selectively choosing new habits to introduce. You don't want to overwhelm yourself with new habits because any kind of failure you get you get from that will feel pretty dramatic and you'd rather it would be better to set yourself up for success. There's a monster in the floor. Wow. Um <laughs> Um, I feel like it's important to add that if social media is one of those things that sucks you back into whatever your pattern, whatever your thing is that you're trying to get away from or break, whether um, it's superficial things, temptation, whatever, whatever the thing is, if social media is one of those things that brings it out, stop getting on social that shit. media. I'm serious. Like The world is not going to end if you log out of Instagram for three weeks. I promise you, when you log back in, it's going to be the same flow of shit in totally. your newsfeed. Is it? It's not your newsfeed on Instagram, is it? Whatever that what shit is, is. Whatever it is. Yeah, that's. I have personal rules for myself. Like, if I'm on a vacation when it's kind of more tempting than ever to be posting on social media, here's what I'm doing. That's. I take it off my phone while I'm on vacation. Yeah. I'll still take photos. I will post them later when I get back. But I, I'm not going to spend my entire time in some beautiful new place on my phone and sucked into how many likes I'm getting on yeah. my photos. So that's just a personal rule. That's something that works for me. And I always find that after I do any kind of extended detox because I'm traveling, when I come back, that pull to click on that app on my phone is just gone. And the reward I get from scrolling through things, I'm like, wow, I cannot believe how much time I've spent doing this. Yeah, um, you haven't missed anything that actually matters. No, nothing. You realize nothing mattered. And anything that you felt like you should urgently post, like, oh, this is going to be a great post, you can always wait. Yeah, because what that feeling is is seeking instant gratification. Right. And we're going to talk more about social media For sure. on another episode because there are layers upon layers to it. Um, but yeah, if social media is one of those things that pulls you back into bad habits, I say just fucking cut it all together until you get to a better place. Totally. I, I definitely think social media and the internet in general is telling you a story about how you should be and what you should look like and what you should care about. And I mean, this podcast included, you know, yeah. if this podcast is telling you a story about yourself that doesn't work for you, listen to a different podcast, you know, look at a different social media or look at no social media, you know, just... I vote no social media. I feel like that's the best way to be more, like, tethered to reality. 100%. Keep it to a minimum. Or keep it to one, like, uh, from 12 to 1, I'm allowed to look at social media. An hour is plenty of time to get caught up with everybody you care about and then be done with it. Yep. So there, we solved that. There, that is solved. We solved there one you go. problem so far, and over the course of this <laughs> entire podcast, we'll be solving every problem. Every problem in so the world. So stay tuned. Um, we have decided that we kind of want to end at least some episodes on like a lighter note, 
So with that being said, we are of the generation where MySpace was the most important thing to us in our teenagers. So what we're going to do is a MySpace survey. Yep. Um, And if you are not of the generation where this was like at its peak, MySpace surveys were things that we posted to a bulletin board. Um, that was publicly viewable with our answers. Um, we all did surveys, and honestly, I miss it. Same. So we pulled up a pretty basic one, and we're going to start it now. Um, okay, let's start here. Yes. Okay. How old are you? Hi, I am 29. I'm turning 30 very soon. I am 30. Great. Cool. Is this like... What is like what is does that? this mean sexual orientation or does it mean like what direction am I facing? I don't man, like these were like really a part of it. Do you want us what should we skip to? Do you have a crush on everyone? Yes, <laughs> on every woman. Yeah. Yeah. I have a crush on all women. Yes. Um Okay, what country do you live in? Well, um, we live in the good old United States of America. For now. <laughs> what a joke. Summer or winter? Um, summer for sure, because summer. I turn into a, like, depressed, hibernated, like, freak person in the winter. So summer, absolutely. Same. I want to be hot and in the sun all the time. I hate the winter. I'm a Scrooge. Yeah, basically. Um, how many languages do you know? This is where I'm so disappointed in myself because when I was in school, I took fucking Latin. <laughs> wow, what thought went into that? So basically, I guess two, but really one because no one speaks Latin. So no. I only speak English. My fiance speaks Japanese and I'm so shitty that I didn't even <laughs> believe him. Oh my God, no you don't. That's impossible. So it just shows... My broad scope of reality. God. Um, how many tattoos do you have? I oh. think that's what that means. I have... Yeah, you have a lot more. I have eight tattoos. I like tattoos. how you're counting, like, by... I gift. counted physically on my body. Only eight? I thought you had more. I have eight, but they're all giant. Oh, okay. Well, I have... I have four, but I feel like I have two because I'm having two removed, and wow, that's a process. Um, how many pets? How many? What are their names? I have four pets. <laughs> I have three dogs, Phoenix, Marnie, and Fenrir, and I have one cat named Genji. Who's really loud. He's a real loud boy. Um, I don't have any pets anymore. Um, I used to have, I've had cats my whole life. Um, but I currently don't have any, and when I'm solidly in one place and not traveling so much, I'm gonna have fucking cats again, and it's gonna be the like, best. She's gonna have like seven I'm, cats. I'm going to make my cat my life because I miss them more than anything. Yeah. Um, ever been to another country? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Do you, wait, it says, ever been to another country? Do you want to? Yes, I want to go to more countries. I've been to quite a few other countries. Most recently, I went to Japan. I have actually been to quite a few countries on tour, but I don't feel like I got to spend a lot of time in them because it was like one, maybe two days if there was an off day. But I guess I have been lucky to see a lot of really great places. 
favorite school subject. This is so, like, catered to, like, we're in high school, but we're not. My favorite subject in college was environmental science. Oh, that's sick. Um, I really liked psychology. Yeah. Shocking, because all I read is, like, articles on psychology today. (laughs) Um, Favorite beverage. Guinness. Guinness, if it's alcoholic, for sure. That's, like, the only thing I drink that's I really alcoholic. only drink water, though. This is my second Guinness of 2019. Um, this is my second Guinness. February 16th. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Guinness as my alcoholic beverage. Um, I am, unfortunately, very addicted to Starbucks. I like the Nitro Cold Brew, and I really like... Um, what the fuck is that stuff called? Like, bubble tea that has like the boba oh yeah boba's so good yeah i'm definitely into that favorite food all vegan food i'll literally eat anything pretty much um i think my favorite food at the end of the day is really boring i really like vegetables (laughs) i really like you're so pure you know i really like pickles anything pickled is one of my favorite foods and like sauerkraut and kimchi like fermented foods are really good super yummy um i also like to pick an indulgent food i really like like chicken tenders like garden yeah like any kind of like five-year-old food like little kid food i like um i really like tacos um especially being in la um like vegatinos i don't know if it's vegatinos or vegetinos i'm pretty sure it's vegatinos they have the best tacos of my entire fucking life I'm nacho daddy in las vegas Woo! yes i so love good. nacho daddy um so i guess tacos and honestly like i really like all the different kinds of vegan burgers and i wasn't oh, even yeah. a burger person before yeah. but now i'm like yep i'll have four this week yeah um do you prefer books movies or video games I would say I consume books more than anything else. I read about a book a month, if not more, because, and that's all, I only do audiobooks now. Yeah. And I, I travel a lot for my job. Um, so tons and tons of books. I love video games and will always passionately <laughs> love video games, but I don't really prioritize them anymore. Um, and I barely watch movies anymore. See, I feel like... I feel like I watch series more, but I also read a lot more books than I used to. Yeah. And video games would be last. Like, it's not that I don't like them. It's that I don't really know what happened, but they fell out of my life. Um, But when I did play, it was Final Fantasy, basically games like that. I played those so much. Blogs. How many blogs? I don't really know. Do I? I guess I follow Mark Manson. I follow Mark Manson. I follow The Minimalist. Um, a couple other vegan minimalism themed blogs. I was really, really into blogs in like 2012. Yeah. In 2011. I want to get feel back like into it though. I just, yeah, I really don't read a lot unless it's in an audio format, which is one reason I like Mark Manson's blog. Yes, you can, listen you can do to it in it. a car. How many followers? That's fucking dumb. Next. <laughs> Thank you, next. Um, Have you ever been in a physical fight? Oh, that's a whole episode. Yeah, let's save that for getting real dark. Yeah. Um, What do you want to do when you're older? You know what? I have a very simple answer to this. I literally just want to feel content and secure 
and not overly anxious. So it's super vague, but that's what I want. I have lived the past 10 years of like the most unbelievable like movie yeah. life ever, ever. Um, I just, I just want to be chill. That's all I want. <laughs> I feel like I, I can relate to that. I definitely want to feel more at ease and less anxious. That's very important to Please. me. But I also have a pretty high stress position in my career and I still want to keep going on up. Yeah. Um, I really am interested in business, potentially um, uh, continuing on the path towards fully owning my own like physical for real world non-internet business um so that is a goal for me but also just like being happy with my dogs and my fiance it stops at 21 minutes okay so we just deleted stuff for no reason wow wow okay Oh. Oh, favorite fictional character. Let's write two novels. Yeah, here. Stay tuned for the next 10 hours of debating. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. But it's Damon Salvatore. And it always will be. Like, bury me in Mystic Falls. It's so... That's such a hard question for me. I mean, there's a time. I, I don't know. Maybe Hermione Granger. It's a good answer. I really love Emma Watson as a person, and I really love Hermione just as an intelligent, beautiful, badass, strong yeah. woman character. That's an. I mean, that's an easy one. I think I could pull a lot of others out, but we'll just go with Hermione. Okay. Have you ever broken a bone or had surgery? Just on my mouth. I've had my wisdom teeth out. That's it? Yeah. Um, okay, so I had laparoscopic surgery for endometriosis, and I had uh, masses removed from my throat um, and my wisdom teeth. I hope I, I never want surgery. I can't go oh to the doctor God. without crying. Like, I have terrible anxiety about it. It's fucking awful. The worst. Um, favorite genre of music? all of them that's really hard because that's so mood dependent yeah um lately my favorite genre of music is gesaffelstein oh my god perfect all i Um, listen to i feel like i'm just gonna have to say it's rap metal because it's the best of both worlds and there's honestly not enough in that yeah like that was severely underdeveloped please musicians listen more more rap metal now (laughs) um Favorite song of all time? See, that's so hard. Like, how can it? It just depends. Yeah. Ask me, like, depending on the hour of the day, yes. it changes. So, I guess what would it be currently? My current favorite song is Opper, O P R, by Gesefelstein. Okay. Cannot stop listening to it on repeat all the time. I guess. My favorite one right now. Man, it's always the same fucking floor. Just, it's the weekend, tears in the rain, because yeah, <laughs> I love sad songs, and that's a really amazing song. Okay, that's episode one. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I guess 
right now we're hosting our episodes where they're going to be free, but we're going to have a PayPal donation button where if you want to donate any dollar amount, that's great because these are quite time consuming. Um, but if don't feel pressured to if you don't want to, but if you do, we appreciate it. Yeah. And we will be back with another episode. Like we said, we have about 40,000, actually just four pages of topics. Yeah. Kind of ready to go. Um, But we definitely appreciate any feedback, but you have to deliver it psychically because we have comments turned off on our YouTube. Yes. Thanks. Uh, We're not going to do the YouTube comment section, so please tap into Universal Consciousness and send it to us. Thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>